0: You are listening to Five Minute Popcast. If you like what you hear in this episode, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Five Minute Popcast. That's 5 M I N P O P Cast. Please stand clear of the to Another episode of Five Minute Podcast. My name is Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And today I am joined with Megan Umlauf, a C- senior travel planner over at Tink's Magical Vacation, an authorized travel planning company. And we're going to talk today a little bit about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which any of you who have listened before know that's my favorite thing absolutely ever is Star Wars. And uh, more importantly, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which is the new ride that is available at Walt Disney World and will be opening at Disneyland on January 17th. All right. So how are you, Megan? I am good.
1: How are you, Nick?
0: I'm good. Thank you. So you just recently got to go down to Walt Disney World and um, experienced Galaxy's Edge. How was it?
1: I did. So I actually visited twice this fall and winter. Um, I got to go down this fall and experience virtually through my children, Millennium Falcon and all of um, the Galaxy's Edge area. And then in December, I was lucky enough to go down again and experience Rise of the Resistance, which is, I was able to ride and was an absolutely amazing, amazing experience.
0: To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com.
1: It is a 15 minute ride where you aren't always riding. Sometimes you're walking. It's a something that you've never experienced before. Um, and I, you know, don't want to go into too many details because I want everybody to experience it for themselves. But it is nothing you've ever done before.
0: I ended up trying to find a video on my 3D headset, and I, I got through the queue, and I was like, you know what? I I want to wait for this because we're going down in May. Yeah, and, so and it won't feel. I, I don't be there for letting everyone experience it
1: yes and it won't feel the same you really it's it's an all immersive experience that i mean you can watch a million videos and it won't feel the same
0: that's what i heard and they from everyone you know talking about it, especially the imagineers they, they said like you really just need to go into this not knowing what you're about to experience because of how amazing it is
1: it did help this, a lot without having any sort of preconceived notions it did it was it was, it was awesome
0: now i'm sure you know like a lot of people have been hearing i i know i've read a lot about it uh what time did you guys have to get up um in order to get you know available to the queue now i know it's it's getting a little bit better now that the crowds are kind of dying down but what, what time did you guys end up right. get in
1: line so keep in mind that we went the weekend or the week of december 16th which was approximately you know a week after it opened so before you get freaked out we were up at 4 a.m Um, But that's because the park was actually opening at 6 a.m. for those extra magic hours. Those extra magic hours were actually being adjusted on a sort of a week by week basis at that point. However, I will tell you that it appears like it's continuing to do that. So we got up at 4 a.m., um, we were at the park, by you know we were staying on property at um, the R- New Riviera Resort, which was also amazing. Um, and so we actually Ubered over instead of relying on the transportation, which we could schedule the night before. As a little tip for everyone, we got there probably. I don't know, it was probably 4.30. You know, we got up at 4, but we weren't quite ready to go. So we probably left the hotel at about 4.20. We got over there at 4.30, and we were in line for security. Now, the way that um, their protocols work at Disney is that they are not going to allow any lines to go into the parking lot areas. So the queue, you know, people start lining up, and the reason that they would open security is because those lines are getting into the parking lot. So security opened way in advance because of that. We got through security quickly, and then we were at the turnstiles probably by, gosh, it was probably by 5 a.m. So at that point, then, now you've got a line that's continuing to to back up. So I had heard that the turnstiles would open early if the line behind us also ended up in the parking lot. I don't believe that happened, if I'm remembering correctly. And I have to correct myself. The park did open at 7, not 6. We got up to those turnstiles probably around 5. It was pretty quick. And then we waited until 7 a.m. But we were probably 7 away from the front at that point. So we were in a really good position. So, and just to touch upon how to determine what time, you know, it's going to open while you're there. Right now, this week, it's scheduled to open at 7 a.m., and that's with extra magic hours. The end of January, it's backing up until 8 a.m. with extra magic hours. Right now, in February, it's slotted to open at 9, and I have yet to see extra magic hours sort of listed. So for my clients, I'm keeping a close eye on how that progresses from February to March to April, because they're not not going to have extra magic hours. But I think they're waiting to see how popular it holds. You know, the popularity, does it hold all the way through March? You know, we have to just wait and see.
0: No, from Pandora, they I mean, it it carried on for a little while, but you you did end up because we went. I, I, I want to say, get a little bit closer to that that tail end of that period for them. And we, yeah, had an hour wait, but even with the fast pass, you know, it, it really was nothing too bad, especially, you know, with a lot of these rides, the queue is pretty easy to get through, or like, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of coverage. Granted, Hollywood Studios is a little bit tough as far as um, foliage coverage on, on the walkway. Where, where did the line go down to? Did it go past, like, the waterway, or did it go out towards, like, where the restrooms are to the left of the entrance there?
1: So, you mean for the ride itself?
0: Oh, no, to get into the park.
1: Oh, to get into the park? Gosh. So we took a picture. Um, I, I couldn't see the end of the line, Nick. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was filled all the way through. The, it went through the gates to get into the turnstile area, went all the way back to security, and they're changing the whole. Hollywood Studios has changed their entrance a lot, and I think it's because of the lack of space for things yeah. like that. I mean, I couldn't see the end of the line. We took a picture. It was was packed. But again, this was the second weekend, so I guess I wouldn't expect any less. Right now, now, especially for Star Wars. Yeah, especially for Star Wars. People love Star Wars. But so going forward, what I've been noticing, because I have been sort of keeping tabs and talking to other travel agents and other people seeing, you know, what their experience was getting in. And at this point, you know, keeping an eye on when it opens, my general tips for my clients right now is to get there about an hour before opening. That actually might go down to 30 minutes before opening, depending on how popular it is and how far away we are from today's date. You mentioned fast passes for Pandora. I'm sure many people already have heard there are no fast passes for either Rise of the Resistance or Millennium Falcon. So for many people, this poses the quandary like well what the heck are they doing then so they have created virtual boarding groups and the way that these virtual boarding groups work is it's very first of all you have to have the app the Walt Disney World app on your phone
0: the my um, disney experience app, right
1: the my disney experience app it's called walt disney world it's got a circle with um i think it's a blue circle with a mickey head but that's going to be invaluable to you first of all the second thing that you want to do way before you get there is to make sure that everything is linked correctly in your my disney experience account and this is not something that you can necessarily do on the app, it's something that you need to go into your browser and set up your account right. And the reason that that's so important is because of the the person that is choosing a boarding group has the opportunity to add people they're with. If you're not linked, you're in a, you know, suddenly you're in a panic and you're trying to find a a cast member. So it's to your advantage to sort of sort those things out well before you get to the park. But these virtual boarding groups seem to be working really, really well to avoid those three, four, five hour wait times that we saw with Pandora. And so it's not all lost because there's no fast passes for this. Yeah, Yeah. yep
0: with the um the virtual boarding pass so originally i'd read that you had to go into galaxy's edge before you were able to access and request that boarding pass now from my reading on um, you know waltdisneyworld.com and everything like that it seems like now you once you are inside the gates of hollywood studio and it sees you on the map within the gates you can request that boarding pass
1: that is correct So my personal experience was the minute we got the minute your entire party scans their magic bands and gets into the park, you can go on your app. Now, there's been some other chatter about actually they let you into the park, but they the app and the boarding group procedure will not commence until park opening time. So if it opens at seven, nothing would happen until 7am on your app so there's a couple things that you can do to assist getting into that app because think about it everybody in that park is doing the same thing at the same time so a you want to turn off your wi-fi don't use the park wi-fi use your data for this. yes uh, go back on later that's so key um it's not perfect i'm not going to say you're not going to have any problems but i think that will help prevent a lot of issues um i mentioned everybody needs to get through those turnstiles before you even open that app don't have it open and ready to go i know some people have been okay with that but it's my experience with disney tech that you need to open it freshly yeah
0: you
1: you know if it's if you've already logged in you know you'll be able to um, get it should have already have you logged in so you should be able to pull it right up so it's not like you're logging in again but you want to pull it up freshly so that it's, if there's a time reset in the system, you've pulled it up and you're not lagging on, you know, from five minutes ago. So once you pull it up on that very opening page, you're going to see where you tap to get your boarding pass. You're going to hit it, and then it's going to ask you who's joining you. Now this is where that, why it's so important to have linked everybody correctly. So you need to choose the people that you are with. And if they're not linked correctly, It may not look like they've gone through that turnstile with their magic band. So once you've chosen the people that you're with and you want to get a boarding pass together, it'll say request boarding pass. You hit that and then it's going to give you a number. Okay. So um, the boarding passes, they give out only 111 boarding passes in a day. And that seems like a lot. It is a lot, but they filled them all. Then you're waiting. So, Depending on the number of your boarding pass, they're going to start calling them throughout the day and you're going to get a notification on your phone. If I recall, they also post in different areas and they will make announcements. We are now accepting boarding um, groups, you know, A through B or, you know, 1 through 10, 1 through 20. Um, You have two hours to use that boarding pass. So once you hear it, you don't need to go running, okay? Um, Because most people... What I recommend doing is once you get your boarding pass group, you go on your merry way and do some, you know, maybe you've already gotten a fast pass for Slinky Dog, which would be a great one because it's right next door to Galaxy's Edge. Go and enjoy yourself. When you see that your boarding has, group has been called, then you can saunter over. Um and- go ahead
0: that actually leads me to a good um piece of information just for people who haven't been since the uh galaxy's edge has either been being built or or open um there are two entryways into galaxy's edge at um hollywood studios correct
1: yes there are there's one over by um the muppet 3d area yeah sort of where star wars star tours is um then you as you walk there's one over there recently
0: i think that's where uh chip and dale do a um meet and greet as for guests well, or oh. at least where they were doing it before the opening
1: yes right in front of right that's where the wall was that everybody was sort of anticipating and then yeah. the secondary entrance is actually through toy story land um now i will tell you that when we went they were only allowing us through toy story just toy story land they only had one entrance open basically and that was really yeah. for- purposes. Yeah. So, but it'll be very clearly marked. It was very clearly marked for us. Um, in terms of the boarding groups um, do understand though, that when you get there, they've got multiple boarding groups that they've called. So you are going to be in a line for a little bit. Okay. It's not like a fast pass line where you kind of just waltz right on. But the interesting thing here is that this isn't a ride that you just get on um, the entire queue you just are suddenly on the ride and I don't know how else to explain it except like that. <laughs> you you, you no, enter it. Keep it as
0: spoilery as possible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You enter what you think is the line and of course they immerse you. There's, you know, nothing boring about the queue and then you are just sort of suddenly on the ride. So, but there will be a wait and obviously You know, there's some longer waits than others, and it really depends on when you get there within that two-hour window for your boarding group. Um, But when we were there, um, we got boarding group seven. We got a really early boarding group Um, within, I don't know, 20, 20 minutes, our boarding group was called. We actually were doing some other things, so we went over there just at our own you know at our own pace and um, they do scan your band so you can't sneak through they're checking everybody for the to get into the line Um, and then we walked through and it was it was a continuous walking we were never stopped um and sort of stalled for any amount of time i think for those that haven't ridden the millennium falcon that would be the time. So once you get in your boarding group, you should head right over to Millennium Falcon. That does not utilize boarding groups. That is simply a line. Um, so you do want to sort of the you know the lowest line is going to be that first that first thing in the morning. So you want to head over there. Um, occasionally, they will have the single rider queue on. You just have to look for it. It's um, they light it up. It's you can't miss it in the in the land. And I've heard people have really have had really great luck with that, waiting a little less. I'm not going to say it's like a five minute wait versus an hour, but it's definitely a little less. Even my my son and my nephew decided to do it that way versus waiting in the traditional line.
0: I'm really glad that we get to hear from someone who has been down there, especially you know, as early as you had to its opening, because you do hear a lot online. Obviously, everyone's going to talk about how long the line are, uh, you know, one, one big thing I always say about Disney and I th- I've heard you say too is you have to pack your patience but it yeah. seems like once you get into the parks itself, you do and and again, you do have to make sure you have all, all your, your eggs in a row as far as the uh, My Disney Experience app, but as long as you get in there, you, you get your boarding pass and, you know, even if you did have to wake up early you wanted to get there, you had the options of either Uber you can use the minivan lift system you could even get a snack while you're waiting for your boarding pass or like you said, we can go over and, and do Millennium Falcon, which I think is a great way to utilize your time at hollywood studios especially because you know you want to be able to check out the other things going on there like toy story land um so it's kind of nice like i was saying to hear you know from somebody who has been there so that you know it kind of eases my mind going down in march for the wedding
1: yes no i mean so if if you're going for and they have extra magic hours there are going to be not every ride is going to be going there's enough rides like all of toy story land was running already we had gotten a um you know, everyone I'm sure is wondering why aren't you going on the Millennium Falcon um, many of us get get sick <laughs> on those virtual rides so unfortunately like I said earlier yeah. we have to live vicariously through others but um, but the, there is plenty to do and to see and there's food you know it's not like there's nothing to do so it is an early morning I, and like you said pack your patience get a good night's rest before you know the night before. The only other tip I have, and this is important for those that want to park hop, that might plan to go to a second park in the afternoon, is that you do have to, it is important. I've heard from a lot of clients, well, God, how important is it I get up that early? It just seems awful. It is important because you need to get, you may get, your boarding group needs to go before you want to leave that park. So it's not just getting the boarding group, it's getting an early boarding group. Um, Just to note I did did pop into the app before we started chatting. um, And at about noon today, they were boarding um, groups 46 through 82, just to give you an idea. So it was, so it's pretty, I mean, so that's pretty central, right? Out of 111 groups. So for noon, that's about right. Um, You know, so midday, so you, if you want to be headed over to a different park or go back for a nap, you know, before heading over to a different park at lunchtime, then you really want to get there early and try to get in the first thirty. Um, the, the first thirty groups would be ideal, I think.
0: Yeah, no, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And again, you know, yes, getting up early kind of stinks, um, but if you plan it out like you have extra magic hours, you know, you, you have the time to get in where you need to get. So that leads me to, um, you know, going into the park once you're inside of the, uh, the turnstiles, you now have, have what's called a rope drop. That's, you know, where each land is kind of opened do individually. Does that kind of affect you being able to get into the park? Do you still have to wait for opening for those rope drops to be able to get into Galaxy's Edge itself?
1: Um, you know, not what well, it was I wasn't paying a lot of attention because we were really focused on that boarding group. but honestly, we pretty much went where we wanted to go. Um, okay. Like I said, okay. we went right into Toy Story, which is was the entrance. But the entrance, I believe, if I'm thinking, now I'm thinking back, the entrance they wanted people to go into was over by the Muppets. So we went over to Toy Story and avoided all the crowds was sort of the way that we did it. Um, so I did not get that experience, but, um, but they opened, you know, we, we didn't get through those turnstiles until park opening. So they, okay. they were not open early for us. And I have heard, I have read from others that many areas are already open, even if they do open it early, just so that, you know, you can get some food, people aren't just doing anything. And they'll probably yeah. be limited rides available but um they do have some rides available at that time
0: well megan thank you so much for coming on today sure anytime and you can be found on facebook and instagram instagram is tinks with megan and yep. or is it tinks magical vacation it's tinks with megan that's right and then facebook is tinks magical vacations with megan so Correct. make sure you check out her stuff on there and then you can also be contacted at megan at tinks magical com. and then it's 833 tinks and what's your extension extension 700 What's going on, Funkoholics? It's your boy Nando T and Cory, the anime collector, letting you know that the Funkoholics will be back in 2020 with some really Funko stuff. Cory, holla at the licks and let them know what's coming. Alright, guys, so we are going to be coming back bigger and better than ever. We are going to be having games on the show. We're going to be talking about plenty of new topics. We're going to have more guests. We are also going to be doing something that we like to call Pop Battles. I think it's going to be something we're going to have a lot of fun with, hopefully you guys too. Super excited about that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot of new things coming to you. You're going to see some of it phase in. You're going to see some of it start right away, but uh, we are very excited about it. We hope you guys are too, and uh, we look forward to bringing you all this new stuff. Awesome, Corey. That is great. Really looking forward to that. we got a lot of great things coming Funkoholic, strap in, hang tight, and remember, live every day like a Funko Fun Day.